0: Okay, that countdown, five, four, you better strap yourself in, three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, five, wait why would you go back to five, it's time for the Dan Fogler for the Experience Podcast. Okay, Jack. Oh, Jack, you there. Yeah. Jack, this is a very special 4D experience podcast. You know why? How come? Because we're going, we're going to the next dimension. We're going to 5D. Oh shit! Feels crazy saying that. Um, we're about to hopefully interview this gentleman. We're calling him Champ. And this is a a very special segment of 40 expert I've been doing called Tales from Beyond the Veil Calling all astral projectors Calling all astral projectors Now it's time for Tales from Beyond the Veil And, um, (laughs) did you like that? you like that, Jack? Yeah So I've been talking about, you know, all sorts of things that you would categorize as otherworldly, extraordinary, extraordinary events, you know, that like talking about them. I think it's I think it's interesting. And we got this guy who we're going to bring on who is I don't know if you've been on Instagram. You know, I go down rabbit holes on the Instagram. This guy basically made a map. It's called the 5D Awakening Map or the, the, the Great Awakening Map. And it basically, if you look at this thing, have you heard of it, Jack?
1: I think I'm vaguely familiar.
0: It's like a conspiracy theorist's like wet dream. It looks like the equation for a rabbit hole. Like, if, like you're trying to figure out, like, what is the uh, how? How do we how do we break down an actual rabbit hole of conspiracies into a math equation? That's what the map is, and uh, it's got arrows pointing to all sorts of stuff, you know, just like from, you know, very spiritual events to the government to aliens to and everything in between, okay? And so I reached out to this guy, and he seems like a very nice guy. He's kind of, you know, trying to, you know, schedule our, our uh, interview here is a little difficult, but I'm so happy that we have him today. I don't know where he think he's out of the country but uh let's let's try him now Jack are you are you trying him
1: Yes I'm calling him now Let's see if he wow
0: let's see if he actually is there if he's is he's like a real person
1: Hello Hey guys Holy shit there you are man oh, Can you guys hear me I've never done this before the Skype thing
0: I can hear you I can hear you fine can you hear us
1: I can hear you guys. This is good.
0: Okay, yay! Here you are, man. So I'm here. So you want, so you want me to call you Champ, Champ?
1: Champ is fine.
0: Okay, and yeah. and wait, but your first name is uh, how you say a Periyana? Perinya? Perinia, Perinia, and because uh, I have a thing on the show where I I try to decipher what people's names are, but I I, th- I would think that. You're such a great researcher that you already know what your
1: name means. Yes, actually. Um, my name is Thai. My first name is actually Champ. That's an American word. But yes. Perinya is a, is a Thai word, and Perinya is my middle name. So that's what I use right now for my for my art career. I, I go by Champ Perinya. What does Perinya mean? Perinya is a Thai word that means diploma. Whoa, diploma. Yes, diploma when, champion when my mom was when my mom was pregnant she was graduating from columbia university with a nursing masters so i was born like the next day she got the diploma <laughs> and she <moved> to <laughs> that's the story
0: that's great man that's kind of like the life of pi for you ever you ever read that how he got his name
1: yes yeah, so it's... many people told me oh okay and yeah.
0: I, I not you got to check that out um, so, okay, so I'm very excited to talk to you. I, I, <laughs> I, I I feel like you are, you are like the, I don't know, you're, you're, you're down the rabbit hole, man. You are the rabbit hole. I was, I was, I was saying that this map that you created is like, if you were trying to make a mathematical equation for what a rabbit hole looked like, that's what your map would look like.
1: That's really nice.
0: And, uh, so I, I come from it from uh, the point of view as a concerned citizen of humanity.
1: <laughs> and I come That's, to... That's what you should be. <laughs> yes. That's, that is for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And I come to, because I've always had this like burning patriotism to help people. But also I'm also a lover of uh, sci-fi. And the conspiracy theory world is just such a delicious well of gold if you're writing sci-fi. Like, I have this... You should check these out. Moon Lake, which is my, like, Twilight Zone homage series, and this other book that I'm writing now called Brooklyn Gladiator. And that's my, like, sci-fi dystopia. And a lot of the books came from, I think, just, like... Just channeling a lot of this stuff that's going on in the collective unconscious, and just my love of research, and and just basically Brooklyn Gladiator is me saying, okay, let's say that every conspiracy theory you ever heard is true, and this is the universe, and 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 this is the universe that that they exist in. So that's Brooklyn Gladiator. So I basically just turned up the dial on all of the conspiracies that are going around now. And it takes place in 2030, 2033. And um, I feel like it's a parallel to the to the Great Awakening map because I look at the Great Awakening map and you're saying, by Jove, yes, every single conspiracy theory out there <laughs> is true or is, you know, there's a map to figure out on your own how to prove these things. And, and so. I try to take everything with a grain of salt until I've seen stuff with my own eyes, but I'm trying to figure out how to start because I know I've had I've had kundalini experiences, I've had meditation, chi, merkaba experiences that I would love to talk to you about, which is something that I feel like okay, that's something tangible that has happened to me that I can grasp onto and st- as a starting point, you know, talking to you, and then there's of course the other thing which is Brooklyn Gladiator, which I said is a parallel to like all conspiracies being true. So let me start with that and see if anything resonates with you (laughs) Um, from Brooklyn Gladiator, which is something that I just, you know, kind of put together. I've been writing it since 9-11, actually. So in this world, it's 2033, and nanite technology is the savior, quote-unquote, where... It's the answer for everything, so you need something built it's nanites. you need the air the air freshened it's nanites you know you need you need oxygen, you need water, nanites, and they're putting it in everything and and so people are now just given this very powerful drug, which keeps them just enlightened enough but extremely addicted to it, and it leaves them basically in their little apartment cell homes being fed these amazing videos and, and the best drugs that the government could offer. And the nanites are actually building an enormous wall. You know, it's, it's, it's basically taken all of the the issues from today and said, okay, yeah, what's, that di- what's the dial turned up, you know, 15, 20 years from now? So now there's an enormous wall surrounding America, which is, and all the information inside America is to- totally redacted. While the rest of the world is, is basically it's erupting into World War Three or World War Four, you know, however you wanna or five, however you wanna, you know, label it, whatever war we're on now. And then the hero is this guy named John Miller who has rejected all of it, all the nanites, all the drugs and everything, and he has gone into deep meditation and he is became, becoming this spiritual Robin Hood basically, astral projecting throughout the town. And finding all the nooks and crannies where he can go and run his activities, unbeknownst to the all-seeing eye that is constantly the, the tech that is watching them. Does any of this resonate with
1: you? There you go, right on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not science fiction, man. That's that's real stuff.
0: Okay, so that's real. That's you're, that that's you're according to you, that's happening right now. Oh yeah, and the, time. the other huge thing in the in Brooklyn Gladiator is you have. If you look at the map, you have your the great solar flash, which is uh, which is a huge topic at the top of the map, and at the <laughs> at the one of the big things that's happening in Brooklyn Gladiator. Before I even you know, kind of knew all this, I wrote into it that basically every twenty five thirty thousand years, to explain the missing link in evolution.
1: Wow, the yeah.
0: sun it. leaks core radiation. It leaks. It just has to, just like any kind of you know nuclear battery. You know, it needs to. It needs to release. So it releases, and that activates our DNA. And we we. So what's happening on on Earth in it in twenty thirty three or now? I guess is starting now, and I think it has been happening since twenty twelve, which is what I'm expecting, is that. This radiation is leaking out, and in Brooklyn Gladiator, and there are psychics popping up all over, all over the, all over the world, and the powers that be that are trying to keep the status quo, trying to keep that pyramid firmly <laughs> in place. In 2033, it's not just chemtrails; it's a fucking chem fog, man. It's just like you, you're breathing this giant mat of screen that is blocking out the sun's rays. People haven't seen the sun in fucking years. So it, that's what the world is inside Brooklyn Gladiator, that the powers that be are trying to stop this evolution or slow it down so they can at least
1: control it. And, and what do you think about that? I just had the flashback to the Matrix when the Nebuchadnezzar ship goes above the clouds and sees light for the first time because you describe the chem fog.
0: Hmm yeah that's what I call it' it's not, it's not chem trails it's chem fog man it's like <laughs> yeah so I mean all of these things that I just said i, I these are things that I've witnessed in the sky chemtrails where I grew up in in i grew and in, in, uh, I'm 42 years old how interesting and I grew up in Brooklyn and I know that we and I had a lot of planes passing overhead and we didn't and, and those and our skies did not look like that uh, when I was a kid. And so when you grew up, I grew up in Brooklyn and and I used to play outside, you know, like, like, I don't know, like, I don't know who plays outside anymore, but we used to play outside (laughs) all the time. But I used to look at the sky a lot and, and I, I've seen it change. And for scientists to say, oh, no, 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 it's just vapor. That's bullshit. And then when you live, live through 9-11. So I was blocks away from that when it happened and that shook me to the core and I, and that's really what started between that and Oliver Stone movies like JFK i came at it from an actor's point of view and then when i lived through 911 and i said that doesn't look right what they're what they're telling us happened and what i saw happen it, it's it doesn't mesh and so ever since then i've been on this like you know what's really going on what's what's really happening and i in and in and, and the business that i'm in Hollywood making movies, I think that just like in anything, there is a dark side and a light side. I think that there are a lot of artists out there that, whether they know what's going on in their dreams subconsciously, or they have, or they're part of inside information, they're trying to leak it out, like the Matrix, Matrix, and and even Star Wars, like Star, absolutely Star Wars, like all of these major giant fucking movies, they have they have truth in them. And I think that they're trying to wake us up and, and, and I don't know. And even the franchise I'm part of, you know, Harry Potter, I think, and, and, and even the walking dead. I mean, I think that there's, I think there's clues in fucking everything.
1: Everything. Yes. Everything.
0: Okay. So I'm going to let you talk for a second, just for one second. <laughs> uh, Thank
1: you. so,
0: so I, I just downloaded just my, my, introduction of where I'm coming from to you and I know that a lot of it resonates with you because I've listened to another uh, interview you had where you kind of started in the same way which was 911 yes way
1: back I think during college somebody showed me loose change 911 and that was sort of my first awakening that was when I was starting to like finally get it I was I was an art student at the time so we were already being taught like, how the system works and all the corruption in government. And when Loose Change 9-11 came out, it was already that stepping stone I needed to realize that there was corruption in government that goes beyond what's in the news and the media. And after nine eleven, after the documentary, maybe two years after I finished college in 2007, that's when I... Came across the hexagon on Saturn hmm. by just accidentally browsing YouTube one day, and that moment I will never forget. That moment uh, I watched the YouTube video and I saw this hexagon on Saturn. On the north pole of Saturn, there's a hexagon cloud yeah. that's over 10 Earths in diameter, and this ginormous phenomenon has been there for so long, and I've never studied it in physics, in astronomy, mm. and I was so confused, like, why? I've never seen this in my life. And just like you, I grew up loving sci-fi. I was a Star Wars and Star Trek fan for as long as I can remember. And I was obsessed with space. I've always wanted to be an astronaut when I was like in preschool. So I found this phenomenon on Saturn. I was freaking out, like, how come it's been hidden for so long? How come NASA doesn't talk about this. How come colleges and universities don't bring this up in curriculum? And that was my true first step into the rabbit hole. After that, everything was just life changed, full time researcher, part time graphic designer. And 10 years later, here I am talking to you (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know so much that I know from the past decade of being a researcher, and that's really impressive because the map that I created is sort of my rabbit hole, Mm. but there's gonna be thousands and hundreds of thousands of other people who will find the same path that I took to make this map. Mm. And the map is my way of quickly awakening humanity during these times. There's little time left if you know what i mean i do and the meme has to hit hard and be the psychological thought bomb to awaken as many as possible during these times
0: so we're on the uh, absolute same page i think i i I, around 2012 right before it i was i was turning 33 and i was having this some kind of spiritual awakening where i needed to document what was going on with me and just seek a lot more knowledge. That's where a lot of the research happened, and the deep research. And I so I was made this movie called Don Peyote. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I would love to get. I would love for you to check it out. You can get it on iTunes, and it's basically my, <laughs> loosely based on my own spiritual awakening. That movie, and I'd love to hear what you think about it, man. I mean, I think a lot of people watch it and they're just like, "Holy shit, man, that happened to me." Okay, so. We're on the same page uh, of being here to to help people, I think, and to to just wake up to what's going on because there's a lot of the, the, one of the main things in uh, Don Peyote is the hundredth monkey theory, and you know about that, right? Yeah, on my map, I call it the Maharishi. Ah, effect. the Maharishi effect. So, okay, beautiful. I'm love that. I love that those are combined. So, the hundredth monkey theory is essentially that we get. You get a species all on the same tip thinking about doing the same thing. Uh, enough of them, um, like like 51% of a species, uh, you know, is thinking about um, love and peace that supposedly will jump to the rest of the species exponentially and then everybody will just be on the same tip. It's like being a hive mind of one mind. And so they, there were monkeys that were doing this in the wild with washing their hands where they were on a secluded island, they were washing their hands, hands, and then suddenly the people on the secluded islands that were uh, scientists watching the monkeys were getting calls from outside of the island saying, "Man, we have monkeys in the wild who are washing their hands out of the blue." And so that was the <laughs> that was the hundredth monkey theory. That was telepathically the it was better for the species survival to wash their hands so it jumped to the rest of the fucking species. Didn't matter how fucking far away they were. We didn't need the internet. They just did it. So. I believe that we're on the brink of that. I mean, that's what 2012 was about—the the shift in consciousness. We are now, you know, all these things—the yin and the yang. The yin is rising. We're moving into the light. All of these, you know, things are are coming to fruition now. <laughs> you know, it, what's what's hard is that I'm I'm trying to talk multilaterally because that's how your map works, and there's just so much information to get through. Let's talk about the Saturn, the hexagon on Saturn because that was an, another thing that that I was like, okay, let's, let's figure this thing out because you see the hexagon everywhere. In architecture, you see it in beehives. You see it everywhere. Now, that is one of the strongest shapes in geometry and now when you talk about sacred geometry, it's at the heart of everything and when you talk about if you talk I mean it's it's kind of seeping into everything. So if you talk about water and there are studies where there uh you, you send certain vibrations through water and that shit will make hexagons, it'll make shapes, it'll make very intricate, you know, uh snowflake like shapes. So on a macro scale you got the planet Saturn, it's vibrating at a certain frequency, and there you go. You got your giant spinning fucking hexagon there, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, all spinning objects, especially a sphere, they'll they'll emanate sacred geometry. And the sacred geometry is causing the clouds of Saturn to form perfectly straight angles to create that hexagon. And this is so fascinating because the hexagon on Saturn is so large. Mm. It's like Hundreds of times larger than our planet yet. We don't even study this. We don't we don't care about the type of energy it creates What type of? Energy it it needs to make these angles and when you study the reason why This phenomenon is hidden is because the energy can be used for free energy. Hmm. It can power the entire world endlessly and The reason why we're not going to Saturn and learning about this thing, you know, that's beyond me, but we all know that a lot of information in space is suppressed on purpose, and it has been for decades and decades, but during this great awakening, we are all learning secrets of space, and the rabbit hole is really big for space, as you know, and The reason why I put the hexagon of Saturn on my map with an arrow saying the rabbit hole is because I believe that if everybody just started here like I did, they would be able to, you know, basically get the entire map like downloaded into their mind because everything from this map can be found just from that hexagon on Saturn. Everything branches out from sacred geometry Mm. and the suppressed knowledge, the suppressed physics. That's inherent of our solar system, of our beingness.
0: So that so that that hexagon is at the center of, if you if you look at a hexagon, it also makes uh, if in a three dimensional way, it makes a cube shape, and the cube shape is at the center of if you study Kabbalism, uh, you know, Tree of Life. Exactly what you're saying. It's 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 unlimited energy, okay, and it's also like a, the cube is a representation of you know dimensions within dimensions. Now, it's something that is being hidden, but also it's also being vomited out of like cats on on the desks of shield agents in Captain Marvel, okay? The, the, <laughs> you you dig it? the tesseract okay fucking megatron is looking for energon cubes you know it's 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 all fucking connected so you have the tesseract which is connected to the metatron cube which is the flower of life so (laughs) so it's all no you know the, the the ark of the covenant all of these things which was my favorite Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I'm I'm coming from it from the artist point of view. I know you're coming from the, from the artist point of view too. And I feel like everybody has <laughs> I, I, is it a warning? Is it disclosure? How is this stuff flooding the the subconscious and the conscious levels? It's it's happening all at once. And yeah. I,
1: I, it's, All of the above. And, it's, go,
0: and it's going it's, over people's some people's heads and some people are just seeing the symbolism
1: immediately. The collective consciousness is awakening. And just like the Maharishi effect, just like group meditation, when knowledge becomes well known by a concentrated amount of people, mm. it's going to quickly spread and quickly be assimilated into the mind very easily. And we're seeing that happening around the entire world now. Because once social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, once these became really popular, we began spreading information through memes really quickly. And then when the meme became the prominent means of like communicating a large amount of information versus like a book, for example, nobody wants to pick up a book these days, but they are able to see a meme and download an entire academia of knowledge just from you know a little square so the consciousness of humanity is expanding it's accelerating it's becoming more telepathic it's being parallel to the technology of the of the smartphone because the smartphone is basically telepathy with just one step away once we get rid of the the iphone the Scaffolding, um, you know, telepathy is, is basically there. We just have to drop, you know, one step. We're, we're just we're almost there,
0: okay? So, there's also the theory of the fact that we used to have these, we had, and we used to have these abilities. We didn't just have five senses. There was a time, you know, the ancient Hopi and all of these different tribes, the aborigines, they talk about the time where it was before where they they had 15 20 senses, and then there was something that happened, whether it was a cataclysm or something happened that knocked us down to five senses. And <laughs> 20 senses. <laughs> Say what?
1: 20 senses?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why no. the Native Americans, they talk about being able to, t- you know, you, you talk the, the language of the animals, you talk the language of the the elements, you talk to, the, these are all things that we've, the, these are senses that we've lost. And we've been the spectrum of our sight and everything that we hear, taste, smell has been taken down to just the five, or, or some people have six, you know. But I feel like those those senses are now more senses that were buried, senses that used to connect us all telepathically, you know. However you want to say that Wi-Fi and and phones, there that, that that's our very intelligent human. Uh, way that humanity is saying fuck i know that we used to be able to do this let's build something let's now let's use the left side of our brain to overcompensate and make some device that gets us back to where we were because we long to wear what we used to have our old abilities and then time stopped hello did we lose him, Jack? Oh my God, am I in another dimension? Uh,
1: it looks like the call is still active. Champ, can you hear us?
0: Champ. Well, I think he. I think he ascended.
1: It is reconnecting the <laughs> okay, moment. It appears to be an internet connectivity issue. Oh, of course it is. We were getting
0: into some deep shit. And then the black helicopters swooped in and triangulated. I understand completely. I understand how that works.
1: Uh, I'm going to hang up and call him Yeah, back.
0: try him again. Jack, are you, are you peeing your pants with all this crazy... D- we're not even... We're not even halfway down the rabbit hole yet, either.
1: Mind blown. <laughs>
0: Good, you Mind sound like blown
1: it. Pants <laughs> Good. I'm glad. How's it going? Can you hear me now? I can, man. When did I lose you? We were talking about. Oh man. <laughs> I know. Where were we? Let's uh, just. Start okay. Well, with I would, no. I was new. talking about.
0: I was talking about how we the cell phones and how Wi-Fi and all of this is us building a scaffolding, basically a way of getting back to how things used to be. We, we, we recall yes. that we used to have telepathy. We used to have a way to connect around the world wirelessly with our, just our minds, the Maharishi effect, however you want to talk about it. And we long for that. So very intelligently, we
1: created all this technology, which is just a, it's just a crutch. Exactly, I mean, if you think back in the ancient days, shamanism was very prominent, mm. and psychedelic medicines and psychedelic plants were used for um, spiritual, for spiritual growth. I mean, a lot of the cultures were probably communicating telepathically already, mm. um, especially the shamans of the culture. They are the ones who would bring these as a rite of passage mm. for the. The people of the times, you know, to learn about telepathy, to learn about the multi-dimensional realms around them, ancestral spirits. shamanism was used for this purpose to bring people into awareness of all of the, I guess you could say, consciousness expanding abilities of the human of the human race. so, I, there's so much to get to. I, so
0: I, we're going to have to bring you on again. Are you cool with coming on every, like every once in a while and we try to chip away at the map? Is that, is that cool with you?
1: That's what I expected.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Cause there's no way we can, we're almost, we're almost out of time here already, but. Um, oh, wow. So let's, let me, we have about, I'd say about another 20 minutes that I'd love to talk to you. Is that cool?
1: Yeah. It flew it. It
0: flew by. <laughs> yeah. We're just at the tip of the iceberg, man. So the reason that that the thing that really put me on this journey is this time that this this woman this uh, I was starting the the making the movie Don Peyote and I've talked about this many times on this podcast this this event that happened to me and in a nutshell this woman Anya Briggs who I'm also trying to get onto the the podcast she's a little sheepish because she she has disclosed knowledge in the past and it's it's burned her but she totally <laughs> However, you want to say woke me up, opened up my third eye. I was a skeptic. I was sitting there, like, okay, I, I feel like I'm going through something, but you know, I, I I need some tangible evidence here. And I basically didn't give her every, anything. I was just like, mom's the word." I, I totally controlled my anything that I could possibly give her about myself that she could read off of me. She gave me. She asked me to to um, collect these crystals from this bag of crystals she had so i picked these crystals all syncing up to my <laughs> specific chakras you're like she looks at she looks at me and she goes man you picked all the right crystals i said okay fine so she took <laughs> she took each crystal put them up to each i guess uh significant chakra and i swear to god it was like it was an ignition, uh, ignition key and i'm trying not to fucking give her anything Uh. but inside each one every time she puts the crystal near my fucking chakra point it wakes up boom the next one she puts there boom everything is waking up she gets all the way to my third eye and i am seeing sacred geometry i am seeing what i find out later is my merkaba i see i'm I'm closing my eyes and before my eyes it looks like this floating golden machine that looks like a it looks like well, first I was really close to it, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I I was I was like, it looks like just fields and fields of golden pods, just interconnected pods, like like kind of like a honeycomb, you know. But there it, it was just roundish pods, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I looking at here?" And then as soon as I thought that, the camera in my mind pulled away, and I saw that these pods were actually the golden skin of this machine, which was at, looked like two pyramids base to base and then they'd spin just like a piston and and it would connect into each other it would mesh into each other and it looked like a three dimensional star of david okay so I, so cuz i recognized that that symbol and then it kept on it was like a piston and I'm, tr- I'm like seeing this shit, and I am trying not to give her anything. Like I said, meanwhile, she goes, oh, the Galactic Federation or the <laughs> Galactic Council is very happy. They are applauding. They are welcome back, Starseed. Okay? So this is, what she's, this is what she's saying to me. I open my eyes, and she could just tell, like, looking in my eyes, like, okay, yeah, okay, something has happened here. I, well, it took me um, a little while to actually tell her what I saw. Because I, I was just in shock, basically, and she said, "Oh, that's your Merkaba." And what she described the Merkaba to be is this basically this this machinery, this uh, spiritual machi- machinery that we all have in our in our minds that you are able to put your it's like the body armor or the or the tank or submarine that you would put your soul into <laughs> when you go traveling around the astral plane, so you don't get fucked with, basically. And so she told me that. And then I spent the next three days basically coming down from that, walking around New York going, oh my God, am I going to feel like I'm floating for the rest of my life? And I just was, I just could see all of this sacred geometry, which was embedded pyramids and everything embedded in our skyline. I was just walking around New York and seeing it everywhere. So that's where that's, that was how my journey got started. Uh, So ever since I'm like, okay, so I was basically shown my mercedes-benz inside of my head i've I've, i was shown this amazing vehicle and now i've been trying for the last fucking 10 years to get in there throughout you know get inside the vehicle you know and so i'm I'm basically at step one you know with it i I have tried astral projection to no avail i I, it's just very (laughs) so i'm starting with transcendental meditation i've had kundalini experiences. Very soon after I had that Merkaba experience, I had I was oh, open, you know, I was wide open. And I had this kundalini experience where I was meditating one time, and I definitely felt the energetic serpents rising in my body, filling my body with <laughs> blissful energy and connecting me to everything. And, oh, this is what it's like to be part of everything and in heaven, you know, <laughs> like, like I got that. I felt that. So I, I've had, I've had these experiences. I've talked about them on the podcast before and I am now back to the point where I'm just like fucking full disclosure, man, let's talk about this shit. Let's, let's, he's, they're talking about it on, they're talking about crazier
1: shit on Joe Rogan. You know,
0: I'm just like, let's, <laughs> let's talk about everything right now because I feel
1: like w- we're supposed to. I just wanted to say That I'll have whatever you're having. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a really crazy story. I've never heard of somebody having a full, like, Merkaba visualization just from, like, crystal chakra balancing, healing. That's wild. I I don't know how that uh, happened. I want to do it.
0: Oh, interesting, dude. Yeah, I I don't know either. That happened. I haven't seen it since. I've been able to, you know... And and other people that I've talked to about it said, oh, yeah, man. I, I, <laughs> like, like you hear stories, you know, like someone activated their Merkaba, and then there was such a giant energetic torsion fluctuation that uh, they were followed by, you know, black helicopters, you know, for, for months after
1: because, yeah. yeah, so. you You know so much. Like, I'm really impressed. It's blowing my mind. Like, you should just talk to me about the map <laughs> instead. Really? Yeah, well, this is these are stories that nobody knows about, and I'm just like really surprised that I haven't like met you before, you know.
0: Well, you know, it's all it, you know. Okay, so 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 it's all synchronicities, and it's all meant to be, and we we talk to each other when we're supposed to. But one of the things that when I was walking around for those three days after the Merkaba thing.
1: And you've never seen you've never seen your Merkaba. You've only researched it, huh? I know what it is. Like I've seen it in psychedelic states. Okay, but so, not not from a crystal.
0: Yeah. Beach. Yeah, I maybe I, I, I maybe had just a little
1: bit of pot, <laughs> dude. Just a little bit of little weed. That was it. <laughs> Something, right? Okay. Yeah. I had to ask.
0: Well, you know, I think weed is also just a, a powerful greases up the pineal gland nicely. So the. One of the things I'd love to talk to you about was I kept on getting this. I was walking around, and the, when she said, "You know, I, oh, I, I, she, uh Anya. She speaks to this this Galactic Federation. You know, whatever the cosmic, whatever it is. I saw it on your map. Um, <laughs> she speaks to this council. I, I I just visualized this Justice League of all of these benevolent aliens that are trying to wake yeah, people. Pretty close. Yeah, that are trying to wake people up, right? Um, because why because we because we need to get out of this paradigm we're stuck in of war and we got to move into peace it's just time it's just time for it and um it's that simple i mean it's just like right i mean it's like you know the pendulum is swinging the other way you can't stop it and there's a lot of and, and the powers that be are trying their fucking damnedest to stop it that's what that's what brooklyn gladiator is about so i'm walking around for three days after the merkaba thing looking at, it, look, finding all the pyramids in our architecture going, holy shit, it's everywhere. And then I said, very specifically, I was like, man, give me a sign. Like, give me a, something specific. Am I just going nuts or or is there something more to this? Is, uh, you know, is there a, the synchronicities? Like, what do they mean? And then I, they kept on. I, everywhere I turned, I saw Sirius B, serious B, okay? Word spelled out in the architecture and signs that I saw and just randomly fucking tracks, trucks would pass. It would say serious, serious B over and over again. So I just, in my mind, I just said to myself, okay, so she, so I believe in incarnation. I believe that, yeah, man, we, 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 we have many, many, you know, we have lived many, many different lifetimes and, and I'm, that's the universe's way of saying you know, Bubbala, you didn't start here. <laughs> you, know, you, you started all the way out there. And, 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 and there's so many clues. Now, now, Sirius B, I haven't even looked into it. I mean, is that where, what, is, what does that mean to you? It's a star. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I assume, yeah. I mean, is it part of a specific constellation that I should be aware of?
1: You said you were asking for a sign. So you may be from this star or the messages you're getting are from this star or it's something that may come back to you again in your life, your higher mind mm. um, either allows you or doesn't allow you to see certain things in your incarnations. So for you to see the Merkaba of a machine that you described, other people don't see these things because their higher self isn't letting them see it yet. Uh. But for some reason, you came into this life with the intention of seeing it at, this, at that specific time of your life. So... Your higher self is sending you the message, something about Sirius B. You should look it up, maybe ask some other people about it or look it up on a star chart. Yeah. It might it might access some of your memories about it, maybe some of your past life memories or actually better yet, you should get a past life uh, regression hypnosis. Yeah. It's called Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique and it was developed by Dolores Cannon. So if you... Edgar, my Edgar Casey stuff. She's a really big um she's a really big subject on the map. And yeah. if you go to her website, Dolorescannon.com, mm. you can find a practitioner. In I know one already. Anywhere I know, I know around one in the my, US. You know what's crazy yeah.
0: is that my wife's my wife's uncle, Tommy, does it. He does Past Life Regression. I've been wanting to do it for years. He's had some incredible stories that he's told me about people being on, like he was talking to a woman and she was describing the landscape and he was like, that doesn't sound, she was under, you know, hypnosis and he took her back and he's like, that does not sound like earth. And she was like, no, I'm not on earth. <laughs> you know, she's, he's got all sorts of stories about people who were definitely living lives on other
1: planets. And uh, so all I, over the galaxy. Yeah.
0: I, 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 definitely got to
1: look into that one. I've read like four of her thickest books and I've, I've read stories of all types of different galaxies and planets and even like dimensional realms, people mm. have these past lives like in the most bizarre, like places as energy balls, as ants, yeah, yeah. as all types of aliens. You, it's amazing. If you get this past life regression, you'll understand why you saw the things you do. And mm. I think it's it's the next thing for you to do.
0: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I got to. I got to dive, I got to start spelunkering down some more rabbit holes, but which is why I'm talking, <laughs> that's why I'm talking to you, brother. And and we're going to, I'd love to just keep on having you on. So my, I have to ask this question because we, I grew up with Trump um, in New York with some terrible headlines of this man. I have been very hard on Trump on this, on the show. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of people don't fully understand the full chess game that's being played here? I don't think I fully understand it. I'm just starting to to understand what's going on. You, so let me just get this straight. There's a whole Q, and is, is Q, is he Trump? I mean, is that, he's associated with Trump.
1: Q is a large part of the military intelligence, mm. and they've had this operation in plan for years. Trump was one human, who they could trust, and he became president because he had no Illuminati connections in his history.
0: Okay. He, he doesn't? He's not, he's not connected to any of those secret societies or anything?
1: No. He was clean, and he was chosen because he would be the one to be the face of America while the military intelligence and secret alliances are working in the background to clean out all of the corrupt cabal Hmm. deep state operations that have been in place for decades and decades all around the world in many, many countries and in many corporations and religions.
0: Okay, just playing devil's advocate here, and a lot of people, I think, are thinking this,
1: JFK was trying to do the same thing, man, right? Exactly. So
0: anybody worried? Anybody worried on the Trump team?
1: I don't think they are because they have such sophisticated technology and and plans in place they are highly highly intelligent the people who are in the secret alliance the secret alliance is not only earth-based it's also made up of the secret space program Hmm. the secret space program has all the technologies you could ever imagine including anti-gravity and free energy and they also have technology to see and hear anything in the world That's why Q always made that quote, hear all, see all, and that's why Trump and Q are able to make such confident messages, and they always follow through, and they always come true. They have these sophisticated technologies that they're using to take down the deep state all around the world, Mm. and this is something that once people know these, these stories, I think they're more likely to understand why the media is trying to destroy Trump, and destroy anything that he's been trying to do since he became president.
0: Well, let's be let's be clear. There's a lot of things about <clears throat> Trump that are pretty pretty despicable, and there are a lot of things that, that are about Trump that about Trump that are actually helping. But a lot of the powers that be, you know, there's like I think Joe Rogan said it recently. He's like, there's. You know, people are having a really hard time to say or give credit about the good things that that Trump has done, which is true. Now, now, what's scary about Trump is that, oh fuck! What's scary about Trump is the association with racism that he has, which is which is you know I think it makes a lot of you know whether he is racist or not, he's associated with, it, with the party he's in, and so it makes a lot of it makes it hard for people to jump on the the bandwagon with him i you know i feel like i'm i'm the type of person who's just like i have to sit back and observe what the fuck is going on because i'm at the point where as a patriot i look at the system that we're in and i realize it, it doesn't matter if you vote i mean i'm i'm so i feel horrible that i'm saying this because a lot of people trust in the system but it's it's an, for me. I've realized just through my research that it's just an illusion of of they're gonna put into office whoever the fuck they want to put in there, and it's just an illusion, you know, that you have a choice, and that it's a distraction, really, and it's actually a way of of compartmentalizing, like, oh, okay, that person's that kind of person, that person's that kind of person, you know, it's like it, it's like these categories happen. So, it's re- I've, I find it really hard to to pick a team, brother. I sit here and I just go. You know, how could that same guy who, who treats people like that also be for saving humanity? (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: You dig it. You understand. The best thing you can do is like what you said earlier, is just to observe everything going on. Don't choose sides. Right. Don't be polarized. Just observe it because when you observe it, you're going to see things from different points of view and you're going to understand why certain things need to happen for certain things to to, to occur. Okay. If you follow Q, if you follow QAnon, mm. you're going to see Trump and you're going to see the entire political scene in a whole new way. If you turn off television, if you turn off media, you stop reading the newspapers and magazines and even blogs. Just follow Q on Instagram. Follow Q on the hashtags. Mm. You're going to understand it and see it from a whole new perspective. The perspective from full disclosure, from consciousness, from the ascension, it's going to make so much more sense to people. And that's why you have half of the country who's just all for Trump. And a lot of those Trump supporters are Q, are Q researchers. And from being a Q researcher for so long now, I've seen it from the other side, and I totally understand mm how the media has destroyed the country because the media is owned by the deep state and they're going to do everything they Mm -hmm. can to Mm -hmm. make people dislike Trump by lying and creating such hate and division in this country for no reason. Like it's 2020. We don't need to be doing this. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. We're not talking about things like what we're discussing in this interview. What we're discussing in this interview should be the headlines your Merkaba machine should be the front page <laughs> of every newspaper right now but it's not and that's the problem we have to forget all of the the waste of energy of hating trump and we need to discuss these more important topics that can change the world overnight
0: okay so just to, just my my just to wrap this up because i got to move on i know oh, we've been talking for a little while okay so this whole movement, the whole Q movement, which I I dig it. I mean, I, I like the idea of that this is all leading to a release of free energy, like the, the release of free energy and, and knowledge and, and cures and the advanced tech and full space di- disclosure, right? That would lead us into presumably a utopia, okay? I, I, yes. I, I'm, I'm behind that. I dig that. Old Tesla's technology. Yay, everybody should have hemp cars and <laughs> fucking floating around with <laughs> electromagnetic, you know, propulsion. I dig it, man. I, I love that. This is what I'm worried about. This is how the powers that be work. They think they need to fucking scare the shit out of us. They think they need to create a cataclysm in order for us to understand shit as opposed to just giving us the information. Do you follow? So what I'm fucking scared about and what I think, see now when I, I I look at you say, okay, Trump and there, there he's, you got to look past all the, all the the gnarly shit on the the, media is throwing at us. I focus on what I think is, something that freaks me out when i when i read not saw but when i read the graphic novel watchmen you ever read it no oh you got to read it brother okay so at the at the <laughs> at the end of watchmen there is a false flag alien invasion that takes out a lot of the population and unites everybody in a new world now you got trump who i know you dig but he's pushing He's pushing this five G thing, right? I don't know if you have any opinions about that, but when has when has a, a government ever just been like, "Yeah, we gotta, we need these, we need these cell towers going up right now"? And that's the the conspiracy theorist in me goes, wait, "Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on there? Why are they so adamant about that?" And so that's stuff that messes with people's minds, man. Now. You know, you can. That's that's basically. You get enough microwaves flying through the air, you can start altering. the studies. You know, you can alter people's perception. So if you were, if I was a mad scientist who was running the world, I would want as many of these fucking towers up as possible, so that I could, you know, get all the advanced, you know, whatever technology that I have, which we have been testing out in movies for years, and do some kind of fucking crazy false flag alien if i was going dis- to if i was worried that the public would be worried about us just pulling back the, you know the government just pulling back the curtain and saying well actually there's many aliens and we've been dealing with them forever and it ain't just ancient aliens people you know it's 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 right fucking here if they were about to do that and and knowing how they operate could there be another are you are you worried about a false flag alien invasion where it takes out a shitload of population to unite them to unite us against this this you know outside whatever
1: reagan was trying to hint at (laughs) i've always heard this story for a long time and a lot of people are afraid of this but i'm not afraid of it i've never been afraid of it i just know that there's so many factors that are preventing it from happening the whole 5g scare thing is a deep state fear it's a fear that's that's real but i don't believe that trump and q are going to let 5g destroy this country and this world the 5g technology can be used for a positive frequency instead of a negative frequency also trump was hinting at something with 6g so this may be a new technology that's better than 5g that's safer and healthier for the for the population um the whole false flag alien scenario is not gonna happen. There's too many benevolent ETs preventing this from happening, they're not gonna let it happen. There's just so many stories from the secret space program uh, whistleblowers who have told us that this scenario is unlikely, even though so many people have believed in Project Bluebeam in the past and all sorts of false flag warnings from people such as Carol Rosen, Who said that quote about after terrorism there would be a false flag alien invasion or from I guess meteors, that would be the threat, and there would be a space based weaponry to um, counteract the the uh, threats from space, the extraterrestrials in space.
0: Right. I I mean okay. I'm still kind of like I'm still kind of like on the fence because. I just don't, I just, I just don't, I mean, I don't know what's going to fucking happen. Who knows what the hell's is going to happen. But I, I, it just seems like you have this new, I, I, I'm, of, I'm of the frame of mind when someone says the earth is flat, the earth is a globe, the earth is, you know, this, the earth is that. I'm of the frame of mind that says, you know what, man, maybe you're all right. Maybe everything is right. Maybe it looks flat from a certain angle. Maybe it looks round from a certain angle. You know, it's just like we haven't under we can't understand multi-dimensional physics yet with our own eyes. You know, so I am just of the mindset of you just got to be open to all possibilities, or else you're fucked. How can you imagine anything? How can you? How can you argue anything? And so when anyone does argue, I just got to say, hold on, man. It's whenever there's a possibility that people might get hurt. Even if it's, you got to see the end of Watchmen. <laughs> you got to see it. It's all, you know, it's all order out of chaos stuff. And that and that's how they work, and that's what scares the shit out of me. It all comes back to being very close to when 9-11 happened. On that tip, fuck, man. You want to come on again really soon? Anytime you hit me up. All right, brother. I'm glad we uh, broke the ice here in just a gigantic way. <laughs> we didn't even get into Antarctica and we broke the ice. Um, (laughs) so uh all right brother i'll I'll let you go and then uh, i I gotta i'm i gotta uh i gotta meditate for a second (laughs) and then uh but i'll I'll be in touch and and uh, we'll set up the next one all right
1: all right thank you so much for having me it's an honor
0: thank you i'm honored i really appreciate it be good man It's 2018. Time to upgrade your movie watching experience. Check out 4DX today and get into the action. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 4DX is an immersive, full-sensory theater experience equipped with wind, fog, rain, sense, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story.
1: Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber duel.
0: Fail the wind ripped through a train heist, And every twist and turn on the high speed chase! yeah! 40X has theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 40X theater near you soon! 40X USA on Facebook! <laughs> <laughs>